Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. This is Primetime on Football Friday. 1080 The Fan. We're going to ring that championship bell. 60 minutes. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Ready? This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. On 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Friday. Asada. Dropping Souk's. Uh, I'm Rob. That's Souk right over there. Right here. Asada. Ryan Buckley had his baby. It's a boy. Yes. Named Maze. Maze Buckley weighing like nine and a half pounds. He got a little hoss coming there. Mama's that little dude out at two o'clock this afternoon. Mama's doing great. As far as you know. Well, that's what we were told. And we saw a little picture of the little guy, or big little guy, and he looked he looked adorable. That little cap that they wear, whoever makes those <laughs> baby hats and the blankets, man, they have owned that market for like a thousand years. Like a Civil War baby was wearing that same thing. That same weird little hat and the little blanket that they wrap them in. Well, why would you switch it up? I just, you would think at this point, Big Blanket would have gotten in on the, uh, like there'd be a competitor. But no, every baby has that same blanket and that same hat. It's the, the damnedest little, uh, thing. Where's Waldo hat on Yeah, him that little something. stripe. It's like the pink and blue stripe thing. It's cute. It's like universal. Well, they're doing great. So congrats to the Buckleys. Um Jordan is here for the foreseeable future until Buckley gets off of uh, the government teat. Yeah, happy Friday. 
12 weeks of uh, government tea. He's already gotten free uh, meals at the hospital. He got a $30 food voucher for God's sake. Yeah, sakes. he won't pay for a meal until February. And by the way, he w- he is going to come back 8,000 pounds. I know. I'm kind of excited about it. Look, Buck, I think, uh, you know, like a lot of us, he swells and contracts driftwood style. And yes, you are so right. There is going to be casseroles and crab rangoons. He's gaining at least 25 Ooh. pounds off this. Um, You mentioned a casserole. Yeah. We will follow up with Joey Harrington. It appeared because last week we interviewed him, and he said a friend brought him or w- was talking about bringing him a casserole for his uh, after he had knee surgery, and then no casserole him. But he was joking, yeah. And you can't joke about that no, kind of thing. No. So it sounds like Joey got a casserole. Oh, I saw the photo of it. It yeah. looked delightful. So we're going to ask him about that. We'll talk about the Ducks, whether he thinks the uh, Beavers rivalry game should uh, continue, and all of that will be at five thirty. We'll have Rop in the Bank. Our picks against the spread coming up next. Club ten eighty tonight. Um, news on Yellowstone. The real estate broker industry is about to change big time. I don't know if you've been following any of that news, but it's kind of interesting. And um, the crypto creep got sentenced. Yeah. Or, well, he didn't get sentenced. Well, he yeah. got convicted. Convicted. He's going away. Yeah. So all of that in the club, six to seven. I do have one quick follow-up. According to our text uh, police out there, uh, that Aerosmith show I mentioned in mm-hmm. the concert calendar, uh, that show has been canceled as well as all other Aerosmith shows Dude, because Aerosmith sucks. No, whoa, no. Steven Tyler has a voice problem <laughs> again. Aerosmith. Sucks. I think his something. voice problem is that he can't sing anymore. Yeah, he's getting old, and maybe they should just pack it away. <laughs> Guess That's, there's nothing wrong with it. Guess Steven Tyler's age? Seventy. Seventy-one. No, 70, seventy-seven. Seventy-five. Oh, okay. Well, look, not all voices. Uh, you know that. that that register that he sings in, uh, you're yeah. not going to be able to keep that up when yeah. you're 75. Go no listen thanks. to Axl Rose right now. No thanks. I'll listen to me, though. Rocket to the door! So damn talented. Why don't they... They should call me. Kind of do like a... I'll perform uh, for them. Who's the... You uh, got another thing Who's the guy that sings with Queen now? Adam Lambert? <laughs> just, yeah. You know. He's it's, good. It's Aerosmith with Isaac Rob. <laughs> I can yeah. see you in uh, some slithery blouses and some scarves. Give me some, uh, what do you, some eyeliner. Yeah, a nipple ring on there, and a serpenty rock god out Let's there. Let's go. Um, all right. Well, I think we're ready to go with the hot, very hot five at five. Oh, hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. Number five. Number five. The Blazers are playing in the in-season tournament tonight. They are hosting Memphis. No one seems to know. They asked one of the Clippers players about it. About what? The in-season tournament. And he responded with, uh, I'm going to be honest, I have no idea what it is. And then he just started laughing. No, not even the players yeah, know. They've done a pretty poor job of getting us to understand what the hell's going on with that thing. But this game tonight yeah. against Memphis is... An in-season tournament game. All of these are. They got the special. Oh, they all are. Yeah. See, this is everyone's oh, got the special court. They yeah. got the special court and the in the unis. So these are all like in-season tournament games, but no one seems to know, including the play, including the players. Well, the Grizzlies are zero and five. 
Yeah. The spread on this, if we're going hashtag fade the Blazers, uh, who've won two in a row, by the way. Yeah. Do we dare? The spread is three and a half in we, favor of Memphis. Do we dare take the Blazers in the points? No, I, I, I will not. You will not find Number me on four. the Blazers at any point. 0-5? Well, they got to win at some point. Now, there's two games here. There's there's two Memphis games. There's one yeah. tonight, and then there's one on Sunday. Yeah. I just wonder if maybe the Blazers win tonight if we don't just load up on Memphis on Sunday. they got to win at some point. I mean, they're not that bad, are they? I don't know. They're, they're down a lot of guys. I mean, no jaw, no Steven Adams. Well, uh, Bain's out there. Jackson's out there. I mean, they're, they're fine. All right. I'm not... T- I'm not touching it. <laughs> yeah, slowly back away. What else do I have for you, you ask? Well, Oregon Live is reporting that the Portland WNBA deal fell through due to an icy relationship between the commissioner of the league and the local prospective owner, Kirk Brown. Yeah, it turns out uh, that he was uncomfortable with... Um, he wanted a name. He wanted them to be the Rip City Royalty. Yeah. And apparently they... Up, that name was problematic, which is the dumbest thing in the world. Royalty would somehow be problematic. And then, uh, what was the other one? Oh, well, he, he had owns, a business venture. Yeah, he owns um, Shot 360? Some gyms or something. And yeah. They thought it was a conflict of interest and they wanted him to sell. So basically, so he, he backed out. Yeah, he was out. like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Also, too, that uh, Zoom Info stock fell like by 56%, so there may have been something to do with that, but. Sounds like this had nothing to do with the, the Moda Center, which is what the Blazers were saying all along. And I don't know why the WNBA would just be forthright about that, saying that the ownership group fell through. Weird. Deshaun Watson is in for the Browns this weekend against the Arizona Cardinals. There is no word yet on Kyler Murray. He is listed questionable, but he is going to make the trip. Yeah, they so s- it'll be either him or Clayton Toon. The, the head coach said that they were going to make the decision on the airplane. Yeah, which is or in the morning. Very weird, but all right. <laughs> I mean, does it matter? No, not really. But I kind of want to. Tune. I want to see exactly if Kyler Murray's held me. You're telling me you're going with Clayton Tune, right? That's why I think Murray's going to play. Murray's going to play. So it's going to be Murray against Watson. Yeah, which three years ago would have been great. Yeah, yes, it would have been. Would have been a marquee matchup. Dude, Murray's got a lot to play for, though. Man, he's playing for his job. Although I still think no matter what he does, I think he's out of there next year. We have a new play caller for Colorado this weekend against Oregon State. Uh, coach Prime has promoted Pat Shermer from analyst to coach. The OC, whose name is Sean Lewis, will still signal plays in. Shermer is a former NFL head coach with the Giants and Browns. Uh, interesting move. Yeah, because their offense hasn't been bad. Their offense has been pretty good. Their offensive line is terrible. And you would think if anyone was going to lose play calling duties, it'd be the defensive coordinator. But... You know, here we go. I just, I think at this point, if you're Colorado, you're just fighting to get to a bowl game, and I'm not certain that it's there. Um, it still should be viewed as a success because you went from one of the worst teams in college football to, you know, it's it's been a good year regardless, but I think now maybe you're kind of grasping at straws. Yeah. He's not going to solve your offensive line issues. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess in Prime's defense, you got to try something. I guess. Shake it up. I would try something on defense, but maybe there's not another guy. Maybe, maybe he just likes some of the idea that Shermer's bringing to the table. Or, I don't know. Maybe his kid doesn't like the way Lewis is calling plays. Or Shermer came to him and be like, let's get this Lewis, let's move this Lewis guy out of here. Possible. Michigan has fired football analyst Connor Stallions what? amid an NCAA investigation into sign stealing. 
Of course, the Wolverines, uh, according to sources, have used an elaborate scouting system to steal signals from future opponents since at least 2021. And the guy behind it all was this guy. And he is now fired. He was originally just on leave. Yeah. By the way, investigated it's him. not even alleged anymore. I mean, if, if there's a million pieces of video coming out. Have you seen some of the video about him standing next to coaches and you can read his lips? No. They've got one. I see Purdue, Purdue said today that uh, they have video of people filming them. Yeah. But no, there's, there's now video of him standing next to coordinators like during the Michigan game from two years ago. And you can read him clear as day say outside outside run and then watching Michigan's safeties come flying up and him saying edge pressure and then Michigan checking into the other side of things. <laughs> like it's they just they have him dead to rights. How anyone, although there is someone on the station that keeps trying to drive that narrative that this isn't going to be a big deal and that this is just going to blow over freaking swigard it's 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 not going to end well it, it just won't and now you have the big 10 coaches that are pushing for the big 10 to do something right now something this year do you think okay let me ask you this real quick because we've got other stuff yeah, to, to we got, tend to we got, we got other fish do you think that michigan is unable to play in the playoff this year no. I think there is a chance that Jim Harbaugh will not be their coach in that playoff, though. Okay. But Michigan will I, – I do not believe that they have the balls uh, to do that. Plus, I think Michigan would sue. So, to me, the the one that could happen, the most logical one, is Harbaugh gets suspended for the rest of the year. Got it. Because this is up to the Big Ten now, right? The NCAA, I think they... Well, again, when the NCAA, they would have to file a, a notice of allegations. Yeah. And then once that's filed, Michigan has 90 days to it's appeal it. They, they, you, yeah. So by the time the NCAA had anything, the season would be long gone. The Big Ten does have the authority, if they wanted to, to step in and say, no, we are going to do something about this. Um, do they have the balls know. to take on Michigan and Jim Harbaugh? I don't see it until after the season. So. All right, Victorico's Mexican Food brings you the Hot 5 at 5. They are the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at victoricos.com. Our picks against the spread coming up next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Isaac and Souk are ready to predict this week's college and NFL outcomes with their usual laser-like accuracy. How about if I take your money and kick you in the balls three times? No, is that a fair deal? A deep dive on the games that matter and some that don't. Football is football. Football's football. This is Roppin' the Bank with Isaac and Souk on 1080. Somebody's making money. The Fan. All right. Uh, well, Buckley is out having kids and stuff and eating free food, but I do have his picks. He, he made sure that while his wife was in labor to text me all his locks. Do you think she's aware that while she was in labor, no. he was working on his, no. his gambling picks? I definitely do not. Um, it's My probably, wife would not be happy with me if she found that out later. It's, it's probably insane. one of those things where he said, babe, I'll be right back. I yeah. got yeah, to don't, don't mind the me. restroom yeah. or yeah. whatever. I think we've all been there. And then he goes out to the waiting room and Feverishly text USC plus three. <laughs> that is one of his picks, by the way. All right. If we start in college, I'll just I'll just let him go first because, well, oh, wait, I got to give the record. Um, okay, so last week, Big Zook, ah, one and three, minus eight units. One and three. I thought it should have been two and two. I have you one and three. What no. did I miss? Uh, I'll have to go back and look. I had myself at two and two, but all right. Yeah. Well. I may have made a mistake, but I don't think so. Okay. I was 4-1, and one, plus 14 units. Uh, had a great weekend in Vegas, and I needed it. Uh, Buck, 4-3, and three, plus 2 units last week. So here are the overall records. Uh, Sukanic, 16-23, and 23, minus 24 units. Yep, started off hot, and it's just been a, a rough three weeks. Uh, I am 14 and 13 minus two units, and Buck is 25 and 27 minus two units. Um, Buckley has USC plus three Oklahoma, uh, for two units. Oklahoma State against Oklahoma. Uh, the Cowboys are catching six from the Sooners. He likes the pokes. He's taking Kansas State plus four at Texas. Also for two units, those three are all for two. And then he's got, uh, <laughs> he's betting on the Iowa Northwestern under. Oh, why not? 30 and a half for three units. That was, that's been bumped up because at one point that was, I think, 29. And that would have been the lowest over under of all time. And I think it's been bumped up to now tied for the lowest of all time, which was Iowa versus someone earlier this year. And by the way, I'd like to point out that that still went under by like nine points. Crazy. All right, I've got two college picks. We'll start there. Uh, Schultz going to get in on this action, too. Let's go, Schultz. Got a good parlay for tonight. So Nice. Oh, yeah, i got to mention, too, Buck has um, the Grizzlies tonight. <laughs> Hashtag fade the Blazers. <laughs> fade the Blazers. Um, I, I hate to do this. I, I got to join Buckley. I think I'm going to take USC. Okay. And this is merely a play against the public because the public has – Hounded Washington. Yeah. And I know that looks sexy. I even thought that when I looked at the lines at first, I'm like, what? Only three? Uh, and I know Hugh Offill from a yesterday said, 
you know, Washington should kill USC. He has no faith in USC. But I don't like how Washington's been playing. Yeah. And USC can get after the quarterback, which is the one Hail Mary their defense has against Penix. And, um, you know, you've been saying this all week. It's quite often when it, we count a team out, especially as one as talented as USC, they jump up and bite someone. Yeah, one last uh, This gas. might be their last stand. Uh, and they have good coaches. Uh, well, at least Lincoln Riley. Uh, this has upset written all over it. I'm, I'm not kidding, man. I am going to go against the public. I'm going to take USC, the points at home, 31-30, and the Trojans ironically win the game on a safety. Oh, wouldn't that be something? Uh, I'm going to stick in college uh, with you here, and I'm going to go three units, Notre Dame. Uh, I'll go oh, ahead and lay the three. Sorry, uh, three-unit play for me there. Three units. Uh, I think the only reason this is three because it's still Clemson. It's at Clemson. They're four and four. They're bad. Wait, what's the spread? Notre Dame what? Notre Dame minus three. Playing at Clemson. Playing at Clemson. Clemson. I'm going to go ahead and take Notre Dame in that. All right. Fading Clemson. Uh, Fading Clemson. And uh, and then the other one is I'll go ahead and I'll lay the three uh, with another three unit. I'm going to be with Alabama. I think Alabama takes care of business against LSU. And uh, I was thinking about taking SC, but the fact that you guys are both on SC. Uh, <laughs> take Washington. It. I'll go three units. Let's take the Huskies. Nice. You, gonna, need a, you need a spark. I need a spark anyways. There you go. Three three-unit plays in college. Okay. I'm betting on Penix. Three, three. All right. Schultz, what do you get? Uh, let's start off in college for me. I like the Oregon State-Colorado total. Seems pretty high. 61 and a half. Both teams have been scored a lot of points at different times this year. Okay. I think Oregon State has a lot to try to try to deal with after last week's debacle. So they're going to be scoring a lot of points. I think Colorado, they're going to be trying to score as well. Over 61 and a half for two units on that 7 o'clock tomorrow night matchup. Love that. Uh, I'm going to stick with that game. Um, I really like the Beavers. And now I... I Notably, the Beavers on the road scare the living daylights out of me. I've been bringing that up all week. But in this particular spot against this team, I think this line is way too low. Oregon State is way better than Colorado. The spread is only 13 and a half. I think they're going to drum them. Um, Coming off a road loss, I think Colorado has their attention. And then when you look at the matchups here, you start to salivate. Oregon State's offensive line, Colorado's offensive line is weak. Enough said. This line is just too low. It's hard to trust Oregon State on the road, but in this particular spot, they get it done. Oregon State, 45, Colorado, 2. <laughs> and can I mention really quickly, Rob, I believe some books are still giving you a 12.5-point line on that one. Damn so if you can find that. I'll take that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, uh, that's a five-unit play for me, guys. All right. We jumping over to the NFL. I have two from the league. All right. My first one for the league is I'm going to go five units right off the get-go here. There you go. Hashtag fade the Chargers. And I'm going with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Great pick. Three and a half. I love that I get the hook. And sneaky here because I know the Jets aren't very good. But realize that when the Jets have played the elite quarterbacks this year, they've given up 20 to, or 16 to Buffalo and yep. beat them. They only gave up 23 to Kansas City. Should have won that game. They held Jalen Hurts to 20. They give good quarterbacks problems, and Justin Herbert is a good quarterback, but that offense I don't trust, and they're having to go on the road to New York. I think that the Chargers can win, but I love that hook. I think the Chargers win by three, five units on my J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Well, Big Zook, you stole my thunder. I, I too, have a five-unit play on the Jets. Um, I couldn't agree more. Coaching, coaching, coaching. How often do you see the better defense... And by the way, better defense by a mile 
Jets versus Chargers. Catching points at home in primetime? Yes, please. The Chargers have the worst defense in the league. Their coach tries to blow it constantly. Meanwhile, the Jets just plug along. They have a winning record. That's because they're well-coached. They play great defense. Zach Wilson is improving. This, I, I, dude, this is such a lock. I almost want to go 10, but I'm not because it's Zach Wilson. That's the only thing holding me back here. Five-unit play, Jets. I think they win outright 23-6. to six. Schultz, you got something for us? Yeah, I'm a little less confident about this one, but I do think the Seahawks are going to struggle on the road going to Baltimore. It is a six-point line right now. The the Just the level of futility the Seahawks have had in the red zone this season has been very, very funny, laughable. Just asinine play in that part of the field. So I think Baltimore is going to handle them. I think six points isn't enough, so I'm taking the Ravens minus six against the Seahawks. I'm going to go three units How here. How many units is that, Schultz? Uh, let's the- go three units on that for accounting purposes here. Yeah, three-unit play. Okay. We'll go another three-unit play, and I'm going to take Cincinnati in this. Uh, the Bengals do it every damn year where we write them off at the start of the season. Cincinnati is rolling right now, and I just think the holes on Buffalo's defense, and I know they went out and uh, and made the trade and got themselves a corner. That should help a little bit with the Douglas trade, but I just think they still have issues with injuries along that front. And Burrow's getting healthy. Cincinnati looks real good. Um, I'm going to take Cincinnati here. Uh, I think it's two. Two. Because Josh Allen's hurt. Are yeah. they saying he's going to play? Yeah, he's going to play, but I'm going right. to take Cincinnati, and uh, I'll lay the two here, um, three units on that. All right, I got one other one. Um, this is an off-the-radar game, but I just I think Carolina's horrible, so I'm going to lay two and a half and take Indy in Carolina. Last week, the Panthers nutted up. Um, they, they were coming off a bye. They were at home. They were winless. And they had a beatable team in Houston. So uh, that, to me, has brought this line down to under three, which is auto bet. Because Indy's offense, you know, Indy's offense is sixth in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Carolina's is averaging 18 points a game. I mean, this is a mismatch offensively. Carolina's defense can keep a minute, and Gardner Minshew scares me. Uh, so I'm going to go four units on this, but I really like Indy to go and get the win in Carolina. Workmanlike effort, 35-20. to 20. All right, and the last one that I'm going to do, I will throw another three units on this. Um, it was at two and a half. It's come down to one and a half, but I'm going to take the Giants. A healthy Daniel Jones and the Raiders are one of the worst team in football. They're okay, where, where's this game? It's in, it's in Vegas. And we've got a new coach and a new quarterback for Vegas. New coach, new quarterback, new coordinator, new everything. And Vegas is favored. Yes, Vegas is favored half. by one and a half. But wow. you got a healthy Daniel Jones, and that Raider offense is absolutely abysmal on the Giants. The Giants aren't great, but again, coaching, um, Daniel Jones and company, they'll take care of business. The wrong team is favored here. Okay. I liked it better when it was at two and a half, but one and a half, I'm going to take the Giants to win this with uh, three units. All righty. I got um, one last one for you guys. Pop it up, bro. It's a big one. Huge. Uh, in 11-unit two-game parlay here. What? So uh, my units are like seven bucks. So this was oh. like a big bet. <laughs> this was a big okay. bet. This was I like an 80-plus dollar uh, parlay on two teams. Ooh. So, so we're, we're going under 221 tonight for the Grizzlies-Blazers. Don't think that they're going to score much over 100 each. Grizzlies are probably going to win that. And going on right now, I took Colorado State plus 7.5. <laughs> I bought a point uh, to cover against Wyoming. So Okay. They just missed a field goal to tie it, though. Did you, know, you we'll say see. that's an 11 point? The highest we can go on this show is 10. 10. Okay, so 10, technically. But I, I it would wow. be $7 over 10 for me. 
So, oh, I got you. And 11 and 7 yeah, yeah. are my lucky numbers. So okay. I kind of like to, you know. I yeah. love what Schultz has got going on. All right, so on. here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll, so you're saying that, what is what are the odds on that bet? Uh, it is a, let's see. Because you're, you, the odds are plus 238. Okay. So we'll let you bet, uh, we'll let you bet three units and then we'll pay you whatever it is. That sounds Close good. All right, nine. so yeah, I maxed out my, I, I did not know the You're, rules. you're pulling a buck on us here. Oh, I didn't going know. with some weird sort some of thing. Odd, Although it exotic. makes sense that we got, we got Buckley Jr. in there. Uh, NFL picks for Buckley. He's on Philly, minus three, four units. He's on the under in Miami, Kansas City for three. Uh, he's on the under Buffalo, Cincinnati for three, and he likes Seattle plus six uh, at um, Baltimore. Uh, each Friday at 5.15, Roppin' the Bank. Uh, coming up next, we got Joey Harrington. Uh, is there an upset looming ahead for the Oregon Ducks? That's next. But first, Schultze with... Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Center. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, it's time for our weekly chat with the great Joey Harrington. Now, if you're just catching up, Joey had knee surgery two weeks ago in Chicago. Last week, he was holed up in his house on the continuous motion machine, you know, moving his knee to certain angles. My wife had that once. That sucks. And then uh, a friend texts him, says, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to bring you a casserole. And Joey's like, hey, that's great. But then Joey found out that the friend was just joking. It was a fake casserole. It was an invitation to a casserole, which is not cool. Plot twist. Uh, and here is our friend Joey Harrington. I, it, it sounds like you actually got a casserole. Not only got a casserole, I got the casserole, like the casserole of all casseroles. From like, that guy, it was one. Oh, oh yeah, and um, I, I, I told him I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, make his name public. You know, wasn't gonna shame him, you know, personally last week, um, and then you know, not gonna go over the top this week. <laughs> but it was one of those casseroles where you look at it and it's like, okay, there's cheese and there's mashed potatoes. Yeah. You know, I was like. Yes. Okay, cool. So the best part is like, so it shows up, he, he drops it off on his, on his way to the golf course. He's like, Hey, here's, here's the casserole, you know, full on like greens and stuff for a salad. His son made cookie chocolate chip cookies, which I might add were almost as good as the casserole. When we were as a family, we were going to say that the ch chocolate chip cookies were the winners. And then we broke out the casserole anyway. So it's covered in foil and it just says, it just says three fifty on top of it. It's like typical guy thing. It's not like preheat the oven and then you have to make it for this long. It just says three fifty. It's like, uh, oh, cool. So we stuck it in there for three fifty and took a scoop, and it was just like this cornucopia of surprises and deliciousness. So is he shamed into bringing you the actual dish? I wouldn't say shamed, but I wouldn't say not shamed. Yeah, he was shamed. You know, he, he felt it. Yeah. He felt the pressure. He felt it. 
Yeah, he felt it. Yeah, you can't yeah. joke about things like that. No, you can't. I just that's a that's one of those when it's thrown out there. Like it's like if you told your wife, I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be crazy for our anniversary if we go to Hawaii? And then the anniversary comes around and you're like, we're going to Toledo. You, you can't like once, <laughs> once it's thrown out there. I mean, it's, it's out there in the, in the universe. You, you got to deliver that. But let, let's, let's call a spade a spade though. Okay. He delivered. Yeah. He, he delivered. It was like, it was shepherd's pie esque, but apparently like someone said for a shepherd's pie, you had to have like a flaky crust on the bottom. Really? I, I wasn't aware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I didn't think so. Like I mean, there were, mm-hmm. this was a full meal in, like it didn't need the salad. Like there were vegetables, there was rice, there was meat, there was beans or uh, potatoes. There, like there was all sorts of incredibleness uh, wrapped into a, a nine by 12 Pyrex. Yeah, I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie that that right hand corner, the little burnt corner. Oh, burnt edge. Uh, oh, the yeah. burnt edge is the key to any casserole. Like if it if it goes 350, turn that up to 375 and go an extra 3-4 minutes get that nice crisp. Now we're talking. <laughs> so, uh yeah, we we got the ca- they got got the casserole. So, you know, just filling in the details uh, well, of our dumb, from last week. It's almost worse or worth getting hurt. You know, hey, you blow out your knee and you get a casserole. Well, you'd like for him to deliver the casserole in the first place and yeah. not have to be prompted to yeah. do so, but at least... That's another wife thing right there. I shouldn't have to tell you to bring yeah, me a casserole. You should just know to bring the casserole. That's right. <laughs> he should have known that, but he, he came through. Yeah. All right, so we're, we've got big bourbon news with Joey here in a moment, but uh, a couple of football questions first. Uh, big win at Utah. You kind of called that. You said uh, Oregon could get ahead and Utah just wouldn't be able to come back. That's what happened. Uh, Let, but, but hold on, hold on. Let's let's not say I called that. I said they get ahead and they win by you know a touchdown or, or um, a few. Like, well, I said kind of called that. Yeah, that, that was – I don't think anybody saw that coming. Like that was a that was you did yeah <laughs> I did I was really confident I I just thought that was their type of game they're just dude they're tough and Utah was so banged up I just thought that played right into Oregon that, that was a beat down like that was mm-hmm. a it was thirty five to six but even Kyle Whittingham said he's like the score did not indicate how badly we got beat like it was twenty one six before you blinked and then Oregon kind of took their foot off the gas for a minute. And you saw Bo kind of, you know, get pissed off at some people like we can't, you know, we can't slow down. And then, all okay, and then we got another couple of touchdowns on him. And then they, then they just kind of coasted in. Like that one, that's one of those games where it almost fell. I'm trying to think of like, that was a 49. To, I mean, that, that was a, that was a beat down. Like it wasn't even close. They came out of the gates just slinging it too. And I, I don't know that that was as good as I have seen Oregon top to bottom in every phase of the game. I, I can't think of the last time I saw, you know, defensively, they were really good in 2019. Right. Um, but we always kind of, com- no, I say complain, but we're frustrated on how it felt like Justin was being held back offensively. Like we rarely saw those explosive, like incredible games. You always sat there and it's like, God, just cut the guy loose. You know, 2014 with, with Marcus was phenomenal. I mean, he was as explosive as, as any player in the history of college football, but like top to bottom, like, Tell me one area where they could have improved in that game. 
Well, we asked, didn't we ask Lanning that yesterday? Yeah, he we just, asked him. Said we said pick this game apart. He said there's. He's one of those guys you can always pick it apart. I guarantee Lanning. If, if you gave him truth serum, he's he would have believed that that should have been fifty. Like he he, yeah. he would have gone to the second half and been like, well, we didn't execute and we got sloppy as we were up. But you know that, that Utah was Utah. Yeah, but Utah was never in that game, and it's hard sometimes to keep a razor's edge when you're kicking the living hell out of someone and Utah can't threaten you at all. It, it That was the definition of coasting. So that would be my guess is he's going to say you can't coast against better teams. True, but, but uh, completely agree. But if you are actually looking at the execution, if you're looking at the, like, what are the things that make great football teams defensively creating turnovers did that stop the run did that big stops on fourth down did that uh, limiting big plays did that offensively like you know efficiency throwing the ball good god did that Run, establish the line of scrimmage did that big plays through the air well did that you know maybe that's okay there's the one thing troy franklin dropped a touchdown that's it <laughs> yes. Just one touchdown, he dropped one. Bench but then, but, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, but here's the thing: the play of the game for me was the catch on third down because you had a good point there, Sue. Like in the second half, you're coming out and you're kind of coasting a little bit, right? Yeah. You know that you're you're killing them. Yeah. There was an opportunity if you score a touchdown on that first drive in the second half. Yeah, it just strangles. Yeah, it strangles it. Exactly. But if you don't, you give them life. And Ferguson made. I mean, a hell of a catch on a third and eight that kept the drive going two plays later there in the end zone. And that was the, that was the stranglehold right there. If Ferguson doesn't make that catch yeah. now, I'm not saying you talk about back and wins, but I think it's, it, it could have been a, you know, you would have given a little bit of life to Utah. Well, it was a great game. And, you know, I think in years past, we would think, uh Oh, there's an upset coming because there always seemed to be. But with this team, I don't know how you feel. This is my question. I I don't know if that. I, I feel like they're they're built tougher and stronger and better now than ever before. In a sense that they are less upset prone uh, coming into these last whatever it is uh, four, four four games. games. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I would agree with that statement in the way that they're built. I don't think you can ever make that a definitive statement for the same thing that we talk about year after year after year at this time, November is just, it's just hell month. It just, it it is literally, you look at that top 10 right now, I guarantee you six of those teams will lose by the end of November. Mm -hmm. Guarantee it. So, but if you're, if you're going to look at it, say objectively, what are the things that, a football team that is you know, upset proof. What do you need? You need a quarterback who's in control. I don't know that I've ever seen a quarterback in more control than, than Bo right now, you know, completion percentage, touchdown to interception ratio, the, the things that, and even the things that he does, like he made a check at the line of scrimmage. It actually looked like a double check. He comes up, makes the check, Utah switches play clocks running down. He comes back up after seeing the switch makes the check, makes a different check. Bam. Play clock runs is just about to go to zero snaps the ball back out of the backfield touchdown untouched. Like he has so much control over what's happening on that field right now. 
What else do you need? You need a dominant running game. I yeah. think Oregon's got that. You need yeah. an offensive line that's going to establish the line of scrimmage. You got that. You got a team that's not going to. You need a team that's not going to beat themselves. After that, was it Texas Tech? Did they have a lot of penalties at Texas Tech? I know we were talking about it earlier. In the yeah, they had. They had. They had some dumb penalties early on in that game against Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Those were some of the PIs where they they basically bailed yeah. bailed them out on third downs where they just tackled receivers instead of you know making plays yeah. on balls. But since then, they have shut down. I mean, they have eliminated those penalties. Defensively, you need to be able to you need to be able to provide pressure on a quarterback with a four man rush. <laughs> Looks like they can do that, right? Yeah. You need some DBs who can cover in space. We got that. You got to be able to create turnovers. We can do that. Like you look at all the things that you need to limit big plays. Like all of these things that are potential, you know, upset factors as you get into November. Oregon has shown that that like you said they're they're built for this. They they're built to be I don't want to say immune to it, but they're but they're built to resist those things. And um you know, you got to credit I mean, you got to credit Lanning and and, and Tosh Lapoy for putting together a team. Honestly, it's it's a team that's starting to look like more of an SEC style. Mhm. Right? And, and that's, that's where they're, I mean, Tosh has been all over the place, but um, you know, both those guys played and are coached under Saban. Like they've been around the block in, in that league and they know what it takes. And they, and they, they've seen those championships down, down, you know, get one in November and, and that's the type of team they're putting together. So when we come back, we'll talk about the continuation of the civil war. And then we have bourbon news. One Real quick follow up before we break, though, you were talking about November and you, you know, you we talk about this every year. Um, is it just the pressure? Like, what is it about November that teams just start to get picked off? You've never felt pressure till you till you have to win a football game on the road and realize that everything that you've worked for for the last five years is literally <laughs> 15 minutes away. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you what, there's no, there's no pressure like, like that. Interesting. You know, you get 75,000 people on the road screaming at you and, and all you have to do is, <laughs> is throw the, you know, complete the ball a couple times. There's, there's a, uh, there's a big old monkey that jumps on your back. I've never felt it quite like we were like seventh in the country last game of the year, November going into Hawaii. All we have to do is win. And we're the first non power five BCS team, right? Like we're, we're the original BCS buster and you've never seen a team squeeze so hard. And when you squeeze hard, it's, it's amazing how you can't hold on to it. And you go out there and you just well, get your ass handed to you. The good news is three of the last four at home, the last road game. Yeah. Arizona state. Arizona state. I don't Kenny Dillingham. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> it's Arizona state though. And not Arizona. Yeah. I, I hear you on that. All right, let's take a break. Joey Harrington, uh, more with him coming up next. We'll ask him, about the continuation of uh, the Oregon State rivalry. And then we've got hot bourbon news here on 1080 The Fan. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, we're back with Joey Harrington here on The Fan, brought to you by Mods PDX. We'll get to the bourbon uh, news in a moment. Uh, Our poll question today is, should the Oregon-Oregon State football rivalry continue annually? Uh, What do you think? How important is that to you, Joey? Of course it should. I mean, it, it has to. That being said, you know that's you would have said that for Texas, Texas A and M, right? But uh, you would have said that for Nebraska, Colorado, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, for, 
you know, it's unfortunate that I don't want to say the money is getting in the way of it, but um, I had an interesting conversation actually with my dad um, this morning. And he said, what benefit would there be for Oregon playing Oregon State? Right? I mean, what is the – of course, we all want it to continue. But if you're looking at it from the the perspective of like, you know, does this benefit Oregon – in their you know potential title chase, Oregon State would have to become like the the big the big you know you always play two two powder puffs and uh, and a big one, right? Oregon State would have to be the big one, but are they going to carry the same weight that they normally would if are they in the Mountain West? You know, if you schedule you know let's say Idaho, Portland State, and Boise. Right? Is that viewed as a as a as a good non league schedule? Right? Is does Oregon State carry I don't know, does Oregon State carry the weight that scheduling a, a Wisconsin, you know, in the past, like we used to, or you know, going to Nebraska or Ohio State, you know, a couple of years ago. Like there is thought that goes into the scheduling and I and I, I guess I just hope that doesn't get in the way of of having that game continue to be on the schedule. What's, what's, what scares me with that is when you look at those games, you're talking about big stadiums, big paydays. And at least with the Apple cup, you can, you can claim it to be a neutral field and play it at Lumen and 50, 50 split. There's not many big power fives that are willing to go to smaller stadiums in a tough rivalry game and, and, and have that. And there's no, there's no neutral site stadium in the state of Oregon. So when you ask what's in it for Oregon, another step to that is, are they willing to go to Corvallis um, yeah, every other that, year? That, and, that, and, and and I'm not certain that they are. I'm not certain that Washington's willing to go to Pullman. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the point is you're going to a, a small, very difficult place to play against a team that is going to be jacked up to play you that won't necessarily carry the national um, weight that they did if they were in the Pac-12, yeah. right? Like uh, that's that's what I'm curious to see. Or are, if Washington State and Oregon State end up in the Mountain West, are they going to carry the same amount of clout that they did when they were in the Pac-12? I I don't know. Well, um, the other thing about it, yeah, the other thing about it is the Big Ten schedule came out yesterday, so you got to see what that looks like for Oregon for next year. It's tough, <laughs> dude. Those, yeah. I mean, we knew that, but just seeing it on paper, it's like, do you really want to play? Oregon State, all the things you guys just mentioned, plus think about your conference schedule. I think Oregon, if you went off right now, I think but Oregon also, has the number one, three, and five team in the country right yeah. now on next year's schedule. But then think about, but the other thing too is like if you put Oregon State on the schedule every year, in addition to that, you usually have one other big money making non conference game, like they played Georgia last year or yeah. Ohio State, whatever. Something. Well, Ohio State's in the league now, but you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have that next year. So then and, so then that's my yeah. Well, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just think I just think you're talking about overkill if you if you couple all the things where you got what you guys are talking about with the actual game, but then you add a tough non-conference game, also Oregon State and a Big 10 schedule. I think that's too much. I think I don't think it's in Oregon's best interest. 
and that's what that was my point is is that the Oregon State game would have to take the place of that big non-conference yeah, game. Okay. It, you wouldn't be playing LSU in Texas. You wouldn't be playing at Ohio State. You wouldn't be playing like the, those games would have to go away in favor of the Oregon State game. But making for no, that? making no money. Are you for that? And that I I would personally be for that mm-hmm. because I, I think it's an important game to play, but I don't know that that necessarily is beneficial. That's my question is then is that Oregon state game viewed nationally when this college football playoff committee sits down and looks at it, is it viewed in the same way as if you went to Ohio state, obviously they're in the same conference now, but when Oregon went to Ohio state a couple of years ago and won, it's probably not a mountain West Ohio or mountain West Oregon state team is not going to be viewed, or I should say a win against them, is not going to be viewed the same way that a win against, you know, a big non-conference team would be. And then, like you said, Suk, if, if they lose that game, yeah, yeah it's it's nothing hmm. but it, there's, I don't, I don't know. It's like scheduling Boise. Yeah, <laughs> at Boise. For, that, for a decade or so. It's like there really isn't anything to be gained by it. Yeah, it may just be over. You know, it's possible, and that sucks. But it may just this is it. Yeah, everything's changed. You know, it's weird. That's stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. You know, it isn't stupid. You giving away more bourbon. You're such a giver. <laughs> You're always giving Hell away. Yeah. What is? What do we have now? We've got the second bourbon barrel benefit. This is year number two. Yeah, last year was uh, was a barrel of Buffalo Trace bourbon. This year we had to step things up a little bit, and we uh, we uh, Buffalo Trace Distillery let me select a a barrel of Weller Full Proof. So we have a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle Twenty Year mm-hmm. and four oh. bottles of um, Weller Full Proof Single Barrel selected by me back in May. So um, they. Uh, it's not too bad if I do say so myself. All right. So where do, where do people go? So it's a raffle again. Uh, yeah. Same thing. You know, the, like I said, last year, we, uh, we had to apart, uh, apply for a, a department of justice gaming license. Um, so we are now officially the Harrington family foundation hotel and casino. Are you taking bets? Um, I'll, but, I'll, I'll place a couple wagers on Oregon state this weekend. There we go. Uh, I'll have to see, I will say, let us do a sports book. Um, but, when we, in, in order to do that, we're only allowed to um, raffle off a certain amount per year. Um, and so we have four bottles of the Weller Full Proof and one bottle of the uh, of the Pappy Van Winkle. Tickets are uh, $100 a piece that uh, you can, I, 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 like we've mentioned before, I'm, I'm not sure if you know, I'm a social media influencer. Yeah. Um, m- millions and millions of people. Yeah, you know, casserole and, alone. And, <laughs> goes yeah, I mean, seriously. Yeah. No, so I, I, I put out the link on, on Twitter, HarringtonFamilyFoundation.org. We've got the link there. Um, you know, it, we've got, we will be... I'm trying to think. We've got some QR code things passed around, but that's more at specific businesses. When's it, yeah. when's it close? Um, we are going to go from today, this morning at 9 a.m. It started, and we're going to close Sunday evening, I believe, at midnight. So we're oh. going 10, 10 days this year. So two full weekends with a week in between. Okay, and then you, how many do, you, do they allow you to sell? So that, that's the thing. I cannot sell any. Or this I mean, they raffle. Yeah, the one the yeah. the winner gets all five bottles. Oh, okay. So, how many raffle tickets are there? Is that the better way to ask it? We yeah, we'll sell. Uh, we're capped at fifteen hundred raffle tickets. Okay, got it. 
So, the, you know, the, last year we sold about, we, we upped it, and, and last year we sold about 600 and, 650 tickets. So pretty dang good odds, if you, if you okay. do say so myself. Um, and, you know, I, look, I think we kind of talked about it, that um, I, like to, I like to be generous and I like to thank people. So, um, you know, sometimes I, I you know, may or may not be able to thank people in some other ways that, that don't win. So with you know, brown water, uh, well, I yeah. was thinking casseroles. I, I mean, <laughs> you, know, you know, so, um, I would encourage everybody to, um, if you're interested, look, if you, if you love bourbon and you love kids, this is like your perfect fundraiser. What if you're if like you, Rob and you love bourbon, but hate kids? I do hate kids, but well, I, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> that's what you, you jumped the gun. I was like, if you hate bourbon and love kids, you know, like your friends, you know, last year, Sue, who, who yeah. won, that's, this is also a perfect fundraiser. But if you're like Rob and you hate kids and love bourbon, well, then this is even better, yeah. you know, because you don't have to see the kids. You can just, just put the money, like, give the right. money. There's no actually kids like at your door. This is just like straight raffle, no kid. But I feel good because I'm helping and I get bourbon. Got it, so, it. you know, it's perfection. Seriously. Now, it's it the, works for all categories. Your foundation gives scholarships. Is that right? We do. Yeah, we give four community leadership scholarships every year. Um, eligible or any high school graduating high school senior from any high school in the state, so long as they continue their education in state. Um, the criteria for the scholarship is, is community leadership and financial need. Like, I, I don't care if you get a three four or a three, two or a, or a three, you know, a 4.2, like, are you, are you making an impact in your community? And, and then, you know, so many of these, these students come from, you know, rural areas that part of our scholarship is access. So I've got a board of mentors that um, are simply there to help open doors, find students who have invested in their community, have great ideas, need, need a door just to, to open for them. And then uh, we provide them with a four-year scholarship and help open that door for them. Great. I feel like if Rob wins as part of the, uh, the prize is he gets to host a, a child only event at his house where all the kids come over and, and mill around for three, four hours. I think that that comes with it. If, if Rob wins, I'll I, give I, the bourbon back. I was just like, that's, that's stipulated. <laughs> no, that's great. That's where your money goes. A yeah. uh, hundred bucks. Awesome. You can buy yeah. as many as you want, yep. but you can you, buy as many tickets as you yeah. want. You know, if we've, if we've yeah. only got 1500 tickets for mm-hmm. sale, you know, you might as well buy like 500 and, and increase your odds. There yeah. you go. And and the and there's one winner, so they get the Pappy and the Four Wellers. That's yeah. amazing. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Well, um, now through next Sunday, go to uh, uh, jo- Joey's Twitter or uh, the Harrington Family Foundation uh, website, and you can uh, you can buy them there. Fantastic! You're doing great work, sir. Good luck with the knee, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right, that's Joey Harrington each week here on the show, brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Club 1080 is next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 